neither of them were all that in a bag of chips. She groaned at his humorous conceit. Anyone with half a brain would know better than to go through the trouble of kidnapping you. He laughed, not taking offense, and not entirely masking a concerned expression she didn't want to see. No matter what, she would be fine. She would. She was no longer a naive university sophomore, but a professional geologist with an eminent private survey firm. So why the long face? Russell asked, taking another step down as if coaxing her to do the same. I know you tried to get out of doing this assignment. She had, but then she'd realized how foolish she was being. She couldn't go through her career refusing lucrative assignments in the Middle East, just because she'd once loved a man who came from this part of the world. Besides, her boss had made it clear that this time, she didn't have a choice. I'm fine, just a little jet-lagged. Forcing her feet to move, she started down the stairs. Russell fell into step beside her when she reached him. He put his arm out for her, and she took it. She wasn't dwelling on the possibility that Sheikh Assad was her Assad. Not at all. After all, what were the chances it was the same man who had done such a good job decimating her heart six years ago that she hadn't gone on another date until after she graduated? That it was the one man that she had hoped to live the whole rest of her life without ever seeing again? Small, almost non-existent. Right? Right. So, her Assad had been part of a Bedouin tribe, and, as she'd found out at the end, slated to be shake one day. It didn't have to be the same man. She was praying it wasn't the same man. If it was her Assad, or rather the Assad, he'd never really been hers, and she had to stop thinking of him that way. She didn't know what she would do. Working toward the coveted position of senior geologist with Cole, Carrington, and Boughton Surveyors, Incorporated, she couldn't refuse this assignment based on personal reasons. Not when she had been back in the office, and definitely not now that she was already in the country. She wasn't about to commit career suicide. Assad had taken enough from her. Her faith in love, her belief in the rosy, bright future she'd ached for and dreamed of. He didn't get her career, too. What did the diamonds say to the copper vein? Russell's youthful voice pulled her out of her less-than-happy thoughts as they made their slow way down the stairs. She rolled her eyes. That joke is as old as a bedrock in Hudson Bay. The answer is nothing. Minerals don't talc. It was a hoary old joke, but when he laughed, she found herself joining him. I'm glad to see you still have a sense of humor. The deep voice coming from the hall below didn't sound happy at all. In fact, it sounded almost annoyed. But Iris didn't have the wherewithal to worry about that little inconsistency. Not when the rich tones that still had the power to send her hard on a drum roll and to spark little pops of awareness along her every nerve ending belonged to a man she had truly believed she would never see again. She stopped her descent and stared. Assad looked back at her, his dark chocolate gaze so intense, she felt the breath leave her lungs in a gasp. He changed. Oh, he was still gorgeous. His hair still a dark brown, almost black, and with no hint of gray.
but instead of cropped close to his head, like it had been back in school, he wore it shoulder length. The different styles should have made him seem more casual, more approachable. It didn't. Despite his European designer suit and their civilized surroundings, he looked like a desert warrior. Capable. Confident. Dangerous. His brown eyes stayed fixed firmly on her. Serious and probing. The humor that used to lurk there nowhere in evidence. He had close-cropped facial hair that only added to his appeal, as if he needed any help in that department. He'd filled out since university days, too, his body more muscled, his presence every bit that of a man of definite power. At six feet three inches, he had always been a presence hard to ignore, but now? He was a true Middle Eastern sheikh. Wishing not for the first